This Christian podcast is designed to help us walk a stronger Christian life in today's troubled world. This is God's Amazing Grace Podcast with Sean. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to God's Amazing Grace. And in this segment, we're going to talk to author Stephanie Miller, who's got a book coming out, I think she said on August 24th, called The Butterfly Blueprint. And it's How to Renew Your Mind and Grow Your Faith. Welcome to the show, Stephanie. Thank you. Thank you, Sean, so much for having me. Um, Before we get started, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, your background, where you come from, uh, just give them your, pretty much your, almost your whole life story. (laughs) That sounds great. Um, So the funny story is, I guess my upbringing would be uh, in the Midwest, and I did come from a dysfunctional family, so there is a little bit of a pattern of dysfunction and uh, just a disassociation of my identity that related from my childhood to my adulthood. that was kind of before Christ. And I love this too, because when I um, went to school, I went to school actually for my master's in psychology, thinking that I would just do experimental psychology and I would just do research and teaching. And I had no desire to have any sort of relational or client connection or anything like that. But we know God has a funny sense of humor because yes, now, <laughs> now that's all I do. You know, people, connections, relationship, community, like that is my heart. That is my passion. You know, God took the psychology background, the masters that I have in that, and we're using that in my um, personal and spiritual growth coaching ministry called Butterfly Beginnings. You'll see a theme with the butterfly with me. (laughs) Um, So my coaching ministry really works to help individuals who feel stuck um, spiritually, as well as going through life transitions, either major transitions that they um, are bringing on themselves or um, just life circumstances, unforeseen circumstances that they just have to kind of find their bearings and navigate through that. So that's my coaching ministry really does is to help kind of keep God and the relationship with God at the focus and at the forefront. So everything else can follow um, in their direct order. Additionally, I am a army wife and a uh, mom to two little kids. I have a almost three-year-old and an almost one-year-old. So I am quite busy, but I love it. And I wouldn't have it any other way. I I hear you there. That's, that's a very interesting life to live. Um, kind of explain how you come up with the, uh, you, you started talking about the theme of butterflies. Can you explain how you come up with the, the, that theme? Yes. So butterflies, um, ever since I can remember, they always had a personal significance uh, for my family, specifically my mother's side. My great grandma was always about butterflies. My mom always loved butterflies. I've always just been um, particularly and specifically drawn to butterflies. And when I went through my own sort of spiritual growth and transformation, 
Um, after that period, it just, I remember looking at the butterfly and thinking it just epitomizes what it means to have become a new creation. We know 2 Corinthians tells us that you are uh, a new creation in Christ. The old is gone, the new is here. And the butterfly is what I believe like one of the most physical representations of just this beautiful transformation. And it's just, it's God's reminder that you may start one way and you may even get stuck in that cocoon where it's dark and it's suffocating and it feels like there's no hope, but out of that and through that, a beautiful butterfly emerges. You know, I've, that's, that's kind of interesting. I've never really looked at, looked at it that way. Uh, I, years ago, I kind of asked God about my spiritual growth and he showed me a baby. When we start out as babies, you know, we pretty much rely on everything, which would be reading the word, going to church, you know, that, that way. And then as I began to get older, I began to walk, but I would fall down. But I would get back up, you know, and and I, I kind of see where you're coming from with your, your butterfly analysis. And that's pretty interesting. I started reading some of your book there, too. And I tell you what, it it's very, very, very interesting. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that wants to read it. And um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it when it does finally come out so I can have it at, in hand. Yeah. But um without giving away the book can you tell us you know you got four stages in there can you tell us a little bit about those stages yes absolutely so like i mentioned before the book is kind of laid out into the four stages where you are an egg so kind of this idea of this potential of this ultimate point of what it happens what it means to be an egg and what it means to be able to come to Christ and have that saving relationship with him. And that's when you might enter this caterpillar stage where either you are saved and you do have a relationship with Christ or um, you are still kind of living in the world and seeking the world for satisfaction and fulfillment. Um, mm -hmm. And then from that perspective, because interestingly, if you think about it, if you're a caterpillar, you have a very limited perspective. You're not able yep. to fly. So you can only see what's in front of you. Um, and so from that um, caterpillar being able to be ready and enter that cocoon, that is when um, you have all of the tools and all the resources and all of the understanding that that hard time, that pressing time, that cocoon period is going to strengthen you, it's going to transform you, and it's going to prepare you for exactly who God has called you to be. And that's where that butterfly, um, that last part emerges. That's when we are able to be full and free and walk in our identity as children of Christ, as well as the other element that is so important of sharing and being authentic and transparent with other people and helping to hold other um, Christians accountable. So the other um, component of the book talks about the importance of something called grace-filled accountability and what that looks like practically and how to kind of assess that in every single area of your life. So interestingly, um, I have a couple people who are also reading the book now and 
they have told me that they believe that there's information here for a new believer, someone who is unfamiliar and doesn't have that foundation. Just like you said, Sean, like a baby, you know, very young in the faith. Um, and also as we go forward to the other stages, there's important reminders and important truths that um, mature Christians, more seasoned Christians can be living out too. So. The book is really laid out in terms of if you are a new Christian and you need something to read and hold on to and understand what it looks like to transform, it's for you. But it also is for the seasoned Christian and the mature Christian that kind of needs to use it maybe to help disciple others and even as yeah. a constant reminder of themselves. I mean, especially with the time that we're in with COVID and everything like that, I think we're all feeling some sort of isolation. I had a friend who um, was very interested. I was talking about your book and stuff and uh, I let him read a little bit of it. He said he's going to use it as devotional, devotional wow. time. Wow. And um, and he's uh, he's... He's been saved for quite a while, and he says he cannot wait for that book to come out. So he says on the weekends when his kids are sleeping, he's going to take that, take time out, talk to God, and he's going to read a little bit of your book and everything, and he's going to do his devotional time right then and there. So, I mean, you can use it for, yeah, you can use it for more than just, you know, it is a guide for the young young person as well as the older Christian, like you were saying, but I think you can use it for devotional a devotional time too. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'm actually also working on a leader guide that will have additional questions to help you dig deeper um, for the reflection and even journaling and other activities that'll really help kind of bring that awareness to light. That would be cool. I I would I can't wait to to uh get, are you going to have that online or are you going to have it as a, a book as well or um i'm going to have that online i'm going to have that resource available um on my website for anyone who orders through my website okay and uh go ahead and give everybody your website where where you can find the book and where you're going to eventually have these resources Yes. So my website is butterflybeginnings.net. So it's www.butterflybeginnings, one word, um, .net. And then from there, you'll find the link uh, to, at this moment, um, the book is not out yet, but I know we're drumming up excitement and anticipation. Um, So you are able to get on this, I call this a VIP email list, where you will be the first to receive the link in your inbox um, to be able to pre-order the book on August 24th when it comes out. Um, So if you follow the website for the book section, it'll give you that right then and there and you can read a little bit more about the book as well as um, be able to have access right away to when pre-orders become available on the website so um, it will be available on Amazon um, and other distributors as well I just think that it would be a great opportunity um, for those that are super interested to get on the email list and get that VIP and and it'd be easier for me to even throw in that leader guide right away so it's a win-win for everyone it is a win-win. It definitely is a win-win. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about about your book that people should know about? That's kind of a hard question, is it? But, you know, there's just... 
I, I, I want to sit here and talk to you a, a lot about your book, but I don't want to give that book completely away. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. Um, because it is a very interesting book. And I, like I said, I would highly recommend it to anybody out there that is listening. I mean, I've got people all over the United States and like 20 other countries that listen. And uh, we are on a radio uh, station as well called the Eternity Ready Radio, which is out of Missouri. And um, and they're in 21 countries also. I mean, is there anything that you can give away that would entice the, the listener and the reader even more? So I would say that with the book, not only do you kind of see this idea of spiritual growth and transformation from um, a butterfly egg to a full butterfly um, through that perspective, but you're also able to see, assess, analyze, as well as create your own personal growth goal in different areas of your life. So you will be able to allow God to shift your perspective so you can see him move in those areas. For example, many of us don't necessarily um, think of God being very present in our finances or in our health, or we don't always think of that. We think of spiritual growth as something more going to church, reading the Bible, um, you know, praying more, things like that. And so the whole goal of the book, I promise I'm not giving it away, it's a cliffhanger, <laughs> is to allow that little simple perspective shift in our own hearts and minds and souls so we can see God move in every area of our life. And my personal story is an, an account of exactly what I talk about in the book with that perspective mm -hmm. shift. And I've had other people that I've worked with that we've also worked on that. So if you feel like you're going through the motions, if you feel like you might even be um, maybe like not having a strong enough relationship with God and not realizing it, just allowing yourself to surrender every area of your life um, will allow for that true transformation to come about. And so that's really the heart of the book. It's walking out this butterfly analogy as well as this blueprint, step-by-step step, creating a goal so you can see something tangible change. You can see the fruit of the spirit developing and growing within you. And I could go on, but I'll stop. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really hard once you get talking about. I mean, especially this book. I I like I said, I highly recommend it. I mean, I've enjoyed it, and I can't wait to read more of it. I I haven't had a whole lot of time to read a lot of it because of work and everything going on. But what I have read, it's like wow. And you were just saying, you know, you're talking about your mind and your 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 heart your basically your heart and your mind once those get together i mean you should be able to see what god has in store for you and i mean it, it pretty much explains it in your book about getting on the right track yeah and i i mean like i said this when when we first i know when we first heard about this you know i i don't know if you pronounce it cause or 
or um, how, how, however it's pronounced. I know it's kind of something that deals with what or what you've studied or or something. Could you kind of explain that a little bit? Yes. So I, when I first developed my um, coaching business back in 2016, I was looking for um, a study or a resource that I could implement in the small groups that I led um, and just the women that I discipled to each week. And so um, I looked upon that and I got this idea of doing this, I don't know how to pronounce it either, Chazone or Kazone, um, um, this idea of how it is, it's a very unique name. It's an idea of how um, it takes our past experiences, our spiritual gifts, as well as just our unique talents and our interests and how it Mm -hmm. relates to um, our purpose and our focus. And I think more than anything, um, we need to remember that before we were in Christ, all of that stuff is redeemed and all of that stuff is reconciled and it does not go to waste. And so I think one of the main messages behind that study that I did, um, which was actually, I think, a study by a pastor, uh, Craig Rochelle, and I just kind of followed it and worked with it, but it's just culminating trying to find your purpose and trying to give you a sense of direction, just allowing you to learn to listen to God more and just Mm -hmm. trust the Holy Spirit really nudging you and prompting you. I, I mean, that's how I came up with being able to do that study and help people kind of see where God was leading them, especially spiritual gift wise, like what that looked like and how they could live that out. And as well as with this book, and I talk about in the beginning that it's just, it's my obedience to God. I mean, he carved out the time within the, you know, two kids, newborn, all of that, you know, he <laughs> carved out that time for me to just sit down and, and write. And so this is, this is my obedience to him. How long did it take you to write the book? Since you're talking about you know you're having your kids and everything, a newborn and everything, how long did it take you to write this book? So I actually wrote the majority of the book in a little over a month. Oh wow. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I mean. Wow. It was just every every little bit I could, it it just it just came pouring out. Um and I had plans to complete this book um last year and mm-hmm. then I found out that I was pregnant so I told myself okay well I'm gonna have a baby this year but it's not gonna be my book baby <laughs> um oh. so that was put on hold and then this year it just it seemed evident to me that it was it was the time and God was calling me to to continue that and I knew that when I laid that down um just deciding that it wasn't the right time that I would pick it up when it was time and I'd be able to finish it and and that's really what it's been it's just been it was a lot easier to write than um I would have I would have imagined I mean the personal stories and examples that I give are a little bit they're very vulnerable and they're very transparent but my hope is that by reading that transparency and that vulnerability it gives the readers the courage um Mm -hmm. and just the just the stance to be able to be transparent and authentic in their own relationships in their life. Well, I see, you know, stuff that's going on in this world today. This would be a very helpful book for people. Yeah. And uh, 
that is very weird that it only took you a month. I mean, once God starts moving in your life, there's no stopping. And, you know, it sounds like it wasn't quite your time when you started writing it until you had that baby. And then now that it's out, it's your time. Yeah, exactly. And interestingly enough, I did not have anything with the butterfly um, and the initial when I first started writing it. So it was really kind of God leading me into that different direction. I always say that he took my mustard mustard seed size idea and just transformed mm-hmm. it into something bigger and better than I could have even have imagined. Wow, that that's that's amazing. I mean, you hear most most art authors, it takes them years to do books, especially. I mean, yeah, it's a smaller book but there is so much knowledge in it. And and from what I've read already, it's like, wow, a month. I'm still blown away with that. That (laughs) I, wow. I, well, I guess I shouldn't be blown away because that's the way God moves. Yeah, that's right. Like when he says, you know, pick up the pen and write, or in my case, you know, sit on your computer and type. See, I guess my biggest thing is, is how did you find time? I, yeah, people ask me that and I can only tell you that it was just, it was all God. It was all of his timing and all of his strength. You know, I had initially carved out, I think, 30 minutes a day that I was able to, and it was during the kids' nap times. And um, I just, I exceeded it. You know, they nap for longer than 30 minutes. So you know, I only plan to write 30 minutes of the two hour period, but very, very, you know, easily I was able to fill that two hour slot with, with writing. So, and writing is something that I enjoy doing. Um, and it becomes, it's a natural passion of mine. So I think that mm-hmm. also helps that I, I have an affinity for it. Um, and I have my blog that I write you know, weekly as well. So there's a lot that kind of, like I said, like God just sets the stage for these things and he lines it up and you don't see it, but he knows what he's doing. And so it's just a beautiful representation of um, God's plan for us. It is. It is very, it's very unique, but yet beautiful, like you said. And wow, I'm still, I'm still trying to get that month. That just kind of blew me away. But uh <laughs> You know, because I was wondering how you'd find time. Is your husband still in the military and does he take a lot of time away or? Um, or yes, is he's he... still, yeah, he's still in the military and he um, he does work long hours. Not now with uh, with COVID and everything, but before yeah. he did work long hours. So he was away. So the other opportunity was um, kind of after after dinner time, after the kids' bedtime and stuff, that that worked as well. Um, but he was away, and that uh, I think that also helped with just being able to focus solely on that. But yeah, I look back and I don't even know how it happened. It's one of those only God things because that was it, a crazy season. Yeah, <laughs> it has to be. But but thank your husband for his service too. Absolutely, yes, I will. And- I will. So you said you have a blog. Is your blog going to be on your same same website, or do you have it somewhere else? Or um, the blog is on the website as well. 
Okay. Because I think what I'm going to do is after we're done here, I want to get have you send me your your um so I can link it up to my website, your site to my website, so we can have people get in contact with you that way as well. Yeah, that would be great. Would you like my social media as well? Yeah, I can do the social media and everything, and that way we can be all hooked up and we can get 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 the word out there more and more and more for for these people. Because I like I said, I think this is one of those books that, especially right now in these troubled times, that's part of my saying. You know, this this podcast is designed to help those walk the Christian life in this troubled world. I think this book fits perfectly into that to help people walk and new Christians to help them walk even better in this troubled times. We're yeah. living in the last days, I think, and I think this this book will really, really help a lot of people. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think it gives um, a lot of hope. And we need that hope right now. Definitely. Absolutely. So why don't you go ahead and give your website and stuff to the listeners again so they can check it out. And once this book, you said it comes out, I think you said August, the the early release is August 24th. Yes. So the pre-orders begin August 24th, um, but the official release is September 22nd. Now, are you going to go around to do the official book signing stuff or are you just... You know how you see on TV how some authors go around and do their book signings and, you know, kind of promote their books. Are you going to do any of that stuff or are you just going to do your podcast tour? So I do have um, kind of the podcast tour as the main the main focus. But interestingly enough, um, I found out that a lady in one of the groups I'm in her mom owns a bookstore and she was talking to her about me and she wants me in there to do a meet and greet with the author and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I actually, you know, I actually am going to do a little bit of um, a book signing and trying to meet people one-on-one. And when God gave me the vision, he told me I was going to write a book several years ago. I know we don't have time mm-hmm. to get into that now. Um, well, it we was, can, we can it was in, <laughs> it was an in-person um, it was an in-person vision he gave me where I was actually sitting down and, and signing a book. So to hear even in the middle of all of this stuff that someone wanted me to come do that with a meet and greet with the author, um, I, you know I'm just blown I'm just blown away by how all of that works. Uh, Isn't but, it amazing how God works? Yes, it is. It is absolutely. But my website again is www. And I'll spell it out this time so it's a little easier. Butterfly, B-U-T-T-E-R-F-L-Y, beginnings, B-E-G-G-I-N-G-S dot net. And so that's my website. It'll have the information for the book. You can learn more about it and get on that pre-order VIP list. And then it also has my blog um, and other resources on there. Okay. And I will have that link and I will put it on my website as well. And uh, I really can't wait. Before we uh, depart, um, can you give the name of the place you're going to be in case people want to come on down and, and 
talk to you or get your book signed or anything? Um, yeah. Or are we walking on 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 some grounds there? <laughs> um, I mean, to be a hundred percent honest with you, she has not told me the name. I know the street, but I don't know the location. Um. <laughs> I mean, I don't know the actual name of the bookstore, okay. so that okay. that's a hundred percent honest. So, and I don't, we don't have a time or a day or anything set up either. So it's just one of those things when hopefully everything can calm down um, and we can do the meet and greet, and I can, you know, post more information on my website and and everything like that. So it'll be soon, but just like everything with COVID and being pushed back, it won't be soon enough. Yeah, I think I think um, once the election's over, I think the COVID thing is. But that's just my opinion, you know. Yeah. You know, a lot of people have different opinions, but uh, um, but I really enjoyed this talk, and I thank you for coming on. Um, let's get the word out, and hopefully, you'll be successful in in this book tour. All what you put God God before everything, and it's already a success. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. I so enjoyed speaking with you. And maybe we could do it again on another time. Yeah, I would love that. I would love that. Once again, Stephanie's book is The Butterfly Blueprint. Check it out on early release, August 24th. You said it's in Amazon. You can get it off your website. Like I said, I'll have a link to my website. And uh, let's get this book out there. It's a very good book. I highly recommend it. I'm still blown away about that month writing. (laughs) (laughs) But I do appreciate you coming on very much. And hopefully we can do this again. And uh, I guess I'll say good luck on your your signings once you do do them. Yeah. And uh, put God first in everything that you do. And you'll be a success regardless. Absolutely. That sounds great. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. Thanks. How many of you enjoyed that talk with Stephanie Stephanie Miller? Um, It was a very interesting talk and uh after the break we're gonna go into our second segment with a email i got from my sister about her life story stay tuned and check it out welcome back this is god's amazing grace podcast with sean So I said before the break that we're going to talk, um, I got an email from my sister. Um, it's kind of about her life story of what she went through, through the passing of her husband. And, and basically it's called finding God in the journey. So years ago, I was challenged at a woman's meeting, ministry meeting to go on a God hunt to initially look for God every day. It has been an amazing experience. I still practice it to this day. I just found some of my old journal writings 
and I'm still amazed at God's hand throughout all my life's ups and downs. I encourage everyone, if they question or doubt anything about God, who, what, where, why, that they seek him. Look for him every day, talk to him, and you will find glimpses of him where you never thought possible. I want to share some of those God encounters with you. The first one is in sickness. Psalms 103.3 He forgives uh, our sins and heals all of your diseases. So many times I can look back and see God's hand even though my husband was sick a long time. The first time was when the doctor came and told us that what they thought was a was just a, a cyst filled with water didn't look right. When he went to take it out, so he was sending a biopsy, I immediately started praying and giving it over to God, telling him this was the big was bigger than us and we need his hand. My mom was worried. I was going into shock and I was praying and and releasing and God sent his peace. It was cancer. And after all he went through the first time, it returned a second time a year later and it had spread throughout his body. He went through many weeks of chemo. After Neil was pronounced in remission, a family acquaintance that had moved away many years before had lost contact called my father-in-law and said God had put it on his heart to pray for Neil and we didn't know why his church had been praying for some time and just now felt released and he went to know he wanted to know what had happened if that isn't a God thing I don't know what it is God spoke to hearts miles away to pray. God is faithful. In bareness, this is part two. Isaiah 41, 18. He will make rivers flowing on barren heights and springs within the valleys. I will turn the desert into pools of water and parched ground into springs. God blessed us with one son, and I hadn't been able to get pregnant and and had been told by doctors to just give up. If it didn't happen by now, it wasn't going to. I had I had been 10 years, it had been 10 years, while God had other plans. In the meantime, we decided to get a license to do foster care and possibly adopt children from there. One of the children that we had was only a one month old And it was supposed to be just for a few weeks because someone was adopting him. Well, we ended up having him for six months and becoming very attached to him. And I found out I was pregnant at the same time. The adoption fell through for some reason and he was offered to us to adopt, which wasn't even supposed to happen. When praying about it, God... I felt God saying he was meant as a gift for someone else. Our gift was on the way. It was awful to say no. I cried for weeks, but again, God showed up. As we began the transition, the adoptive parents began visiting. I found I had went to school with the father, father's two sisters. 
one day I happened to be in a store with the baby. He was leaving in a couple of weeks. I did not usually shop at this store, but somehow ended up there, and I ran into one of the sisters that I knew from high school. When I told her who the baby that I had with me, she was jumping up and down so excited. She said, wait here a minute, and came back with a group of ladies. They were all crying and jumping up and down. Couldn't believe it was the baby they were actually shopping for shower gifts for. It was the two sisters I went to school with. Their mother, who had been the baby's grandmother, and another sister I didn't know. God showed me how loved this child was going to be. Months after the baby was gone to his new home, I was asked to share at the woman's meeting how God helped me get through this rough time. I had not heard anything about the the baby at all. In prayer, I asked God, what if people ask me how the baby is? The very day I was supposed to speak, I got a phone call from the mom, and she said if she and the baby could come for a visit. I got to see him playing and pulling himself up, walking around the furniture, and I got got to add to my story that I shared that night. What a miracle. In need, Philippians 4.19 My God will supply all my needs according to His riches and glory. Throughout my husband's sickness and getting laid off from work several times, two times it was for over a year, we were never in want, our bills were paid, friends offered temporary jobs, shaking our hands at church and giving us money, even people leaving food at our doorstep. God always provided. In death, in Corinthians 15, verse 5, where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? God gave me many more years with my husband after his cancer, but he was in a a constant battle with his health. Does that mean God didn't answer our prayers? No. Maybe not the way we thought he would, but I know that I know God has was right there with us all the way. When Neil was in the ER and coded two times, they decided he had to go into a different hospital. I had to drive 45 minutes by myself while he went by ambulance. As I was driving, a song came on the radio by Carrie Job. The chorus is, when I walk through deep waters, I know that you are with me, will, will be with me. When I'm standing in the fire, I will not be overcome. Through the valley of the shadow, I will not fear. I am not alone. I am not alone. You will go before me. You will never leave me. This was another God moment. I was reassured that God was with me no matter what I was going through. Neil was in ICU for two weeks and came home for two days and I took him back to the hospital the third day. He went home to be with the Lord very peacefully with tons of friends and family around him. Was it easy? No. Did I struggle? Yes. But through it all, again, I knew God was there. 
I could see him in many different situations throughout all this. Not because I was any better than anyone else, but because I was lucky. In sorrow and loneliness, Matthew 5 verse 4, Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. It had been right around a year since I had lost my wonderful husband. I don't remember much about that year. I knew God had been with me, but I just felt numb, like the walking dead. I was no longer us, but me. I had to learn how to do things myself, and one day I felt God speaking to me to just get in my car and drive. No radio, just listen for his directions. So I got in my car and started out. I had no idea where I was going. I drove to, for quite some time feeling prompted to turn left here and right there. I, it started raining. I ended up at this little lake. Don't know the name of, name of the town or the lake. I sat looking out at the lake. The clouds were dark from the rain. Then suddenly it stopped and the sun came out. The sun was sparkling off the water, and it was beautiful and very peaceful. I fell asleep. I didn't know how long I slept, but when I woke, I felt refreshed and felt God again prompting me time to go. I, can, I continued on and turned down one road that was a dead end, one road that was under construction, one that was blocked off altogether, and there was a detour to get to the other side of the lake. Some roads were dirt, some paved, some straight, some very curvy and winding. I drove on until I ended up in a town I was familiar with and stopped at a little riverside park that I remembered Neil used to tell me he had lunch a lot when he worked in that town. I'm sitting there and thinking, okay God, that was nice, different, but why am I here again? I heard his prompting, turn on the radio. But you, I thought you said, no radio. You said, turn on the radio. Okay, as soon as I turned on the radio, I, a song started, started called, Tell Your Heart to Beat Again, by Danny Gokey. God spoke to me through the song. I hope it's all right to share the words here. You're shattered like you've never been before. The life you knew in a thousand pieces on the floor. Words fall short in times like these. When the word world drives you to your knees. You think you're never going to get back to that you that you used to be. Tell your heart to beat again. Close your eyes and breathe in it, it in. Let the shadows fall away. Step into the light of grace. Yesterday's a closing door. You don't live there anymore. Say goodbye to where you've been and tell your heart to beat again. Hearing those words, I felt God telling me it's time to let go of the past and start on a new journey. He was closing one door and opening another. Then this verse came to me. Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. Isaiah 30, 21. And then the second verse of the song started. 
beginning, just let the words wash over you. It's all right now. God's healing hands have pulled you through. So get back up. Take step one. Leave the darkness. Feel the sun. Because the story is far from over and your journey's just begun. Okay, the waters work, waterworks really started now. I was bawling my eyes out. Every word of that song spoke right to my heart. It became clear our lives, your life, my life, are, are a journey, many journeys. Sometimes we have beautiful spots to stop and rest. Sometimes we go the wrong way or hit a dead end or need to have little construction done. Sometimes the road is straight and easy. Sometimes it winds up all over the place. Sometimes we even have to go through some storms to take a detour. But wherever we go, he is with us every step. Deuteronomy 31.8 The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. In all things, as I was preparing this story, an excerpt from the book I had been reading just jumped out at me. It fits perfectly, and he puts it it into way more beautiful words than I can. It's from Sailing Between the Stars by Stephen James. One of the deep enigmas of God is that he is always available, yet not very visible. He hasn't filled the world with overwhelming proof of his existence, just hints of his presence. Paul wrote, since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his external power and divine nature have been very clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so the men are without excuse Romans 1 verse 20 but how can that be how can God's invisible qualities be clearly seen I love how David explained it in Psalms 19 1 through 4 the heavens tell of the glory of God the skies display his marvelous craftsmanship day after day they continue to speak Night after night, they make him known. They speak without a sound or a word. Their voice is silent in the skies. Yet their message has gone out to all the earth and their words to all the world. They tell the story, but we don't listen. How long has it been since you listened to the poetry of the skies or heard the stars? Whisper tales of Christ in night. Miracles leap at us every nook and cranny on the planet. As Walt Whitman wrote, a mouse is a miracle enough to stagger six trillion of infidels. The universe is full of whispers of God's mystery, his presence, his character. But most of all, most of the time, we're too blind to notice. All things that matter most, love, justice, peace, truth, and so on, are now are now known only by the ripples they create in the world. They can't be either proven or discouraged solely through the sense, just like the wind rippling across the water. 
You can see where they've been, but they remain invincible, invisible. God ripples through our lives every moment, but frozen souls have a hard time noticing. So in the end, explanation always falls short, and we were left with a choice between sight and faith, between practically practicality and belief. Because beyond the world that we see with our eyes is another world that pulses beneath the skin of the visible. A word, world of prayer and, and spirit of love and the future of wonder and ultimate reality. And that world's world is even more real than ours since it only, it's only because of the invisible. That, that the invisible is even here. That's Sailing Between the Stars by Stephen James. God has given me such peace through all this, despite all this, because I know he is there with me even if I go the wrong direction. I know he will be right there with me, whispering which way to go, cheering me on to the next directions. And she goes on to say, I challenge you to seek him, talk to him, look for him, and in the end, you will find him. Um, That's the first time I've heard any of this from my sister, and it kind of brought tears to my eyes. So, like she says in the end, seek him. Talk to him, look for him, and you will find him. He's always right there. So just keep that in mind. But I'd like to thank my sister for sending that to me in an email. And once again, I'd like to say uh, thanks, Stephanie Ann Miller, for joining us in the first segment. And, um, don't forget, you guys can email me at God's Amazing Grace Podcast at Outlook.com. We now have a domain name and a website. You can find it at www.GodAmazingGrace.com. And uh, we do have some merchandise that you can now purchase in that website. Um, we're going to be linking other things to the website so you can find that as well so um don't forget to follow us on spotify iheart we are on pandora now and many other sites and uh don't forget if you feel it in your heart that god is telling you to support this 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 podcast this ministry go ahead and do so and um Don't forget, we do have some exciting giveaways coming up in the near future. So thanks again for listening. God bless, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Apple, Google, Spotify, SND, many more. See you next time. This is God's Amazing Grace Podcast with Sean.